Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Are you feeling a bit animated? Well, come on over to the Wicked Anime Podcast on the Nerdy Show Network, a bi-weekly podcast dedicated to animation, Japanese culture, and all things anime. With a true industry perspective, we're always diving deeper than school uniforms and tentacle monsters. Join us on the Wicked Anime Podcast, nerdyshow.com slash wicked anime. It's Wicked A! The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is brought to you by the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. All right, so okay, we're all we're all here today for oh sorry let, let's who go, are let, we yeah. yeah yeah who are we do you guys, do we know who we are how would I know which one was me more than ever <laughs> as always I am your host Josh LaForge but today I am not the one who's going to be running the next campaign we have our venerable Liam Malone hey everybody who will be GMing the next campaign that will be featuring me as a player as well as Max Wessel hey Doug Banks hello which is a Rare treat, you all know. And the lovely Cat Blackard. Thanks. Yeah. An even rarer and more forbidden treat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The nerdy den mother of all of our podcasting activities. So, Doug, how is the Far East? Yeah, are you still on the watch list? Look, he's trying to make up a lot. He's, he's never we'll listened to a single episode too, of Doug you, Watch. Wait, too, you, many, too many random questions that I can't connect if you, they're from <laughs> the same reference or you not. You were spotted in Tangiers, and yeah. we just were trying to get... Just any kind of hint at, at Again, what polygamous sex cult you're, you're making that, next time. Yeah. That you know, could we know have your been last one shut down. That could have been the Duggle Ganger. Duggle Ganger. Yeah, There's you really need on. to listen to the podcast about you. There's an entire podcast. It's for patrons only. That's why I don't hear it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doug would never support us like in a way that other people could check. Yeah, yeah. he's covering all of his tax records. Never belonged sure. to a club that would have me as a member. Like... <laughs> yeah. So what we're doing today is a session zero for Liam's campaign, and I don't know anything about it. I don't. I don't, I don't think Liam knows anything about it. Well, that's we're kind about of to what, find this yeah, out. Yeah. yeah. That's what we're going to have the conversation about today. I, I just have some pretty basic notes. I want to go over what momentum means to everybody, especially to Cap, who is less familiar with the concept. Um, mm. Let's go with not even remotely familiar with the concept. Then I'm right. yeah. glad we're bringing it up. So I think mechanics after. I, yeah. I want to know what you got cooking. My whole idea for the campaign is you're a not seasoned, but not newbie group of adventurers going into a new town that's a border town in between a guff-controlled area and the Akinosian Empire, political tensions are high, and they need your help to secure the trade route that sustains this town. Are we guff or Akinosian? You're a traveling adventurer party. Okay. <laughs> Hired guns, I see. Yeah. Now, I know that there's anthropomorphic animal species. I think full disclosure here, I fully, uh, obviously, endorse the release of this program on the Nerdy Show Network. I trust the quality that's being created. <laughs> However, um, oh, yeah, we, just oh, threw a lot of, we just threw a lot of nouns at you. I have never had yeah. the opportunity to fully... I've listened to an episode. 
I don't have anything committed to memory. It was not game mechanics. It was Echoes of the Star Crypt. I've got nothing. Like I'm really no, going okay. in blind, okay. and I'm sorry about that. It's okay. It's time to see what your money bought. Okay. <laughs> That's almost better, because then we get to have a kind of a full recap. Yeah. Guff are pig people, or sewage. Like uh, boar, peoples. Boar yes. Yeah. Okay. Generally pretty savage, but we're in an era where they're experiencing their renaissance. Max right now is playing a character who is a guff scholar. Yes, he's Trey enlightened. Yeah. Think orcs if they were becoming Romans. I like yeah. it. Klingons on the way to space flight. Yes. Cool. So in the Akinosian Empire is a primarily a human controlled empire, but like the Roman Empire and a melting pot. Everybody lives there. Right on. But it is a savage wildlands, and they're hoping to tame it through diplomacy and sometimes war. Warplomacy. Now, what's the conflict that we're on the border of? There's a group of city-states that are maintaining their own autonomy. The Akinosians are kind of interested in taking them over, but right now they're too big to kind of worry about. And they're just maintaining this autonomous border town as a trading post where commerce can kind of go on unfettered be a little loose and they can just make enough money on the side to station essentially a guard there so there's two representatives they both have a problem on the trade route but neither one can investigate it without poking the suspicion of the other so you're a third party that is going to be called in to solve this problem so that they're not shown to be openly opposing what the other is doing yes if we do something wrong so we are Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Jinn at the beginning of The Phantom Menace. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can That's work a good with that. Yeah. 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 Negotiations. Before we know how bad this is. Yeah. <laughs> right. Anything about the tone of the kind of campaign you want to run? I'm thinking more Indiana Jones, kind of a little more swashbuckling than, than Echoes of the Star Crypt. This is part of the conversation I really want to have. I, this party, this isn't their first rodeo. You've done an adventure together. You have some inside play. You understand who you are as people, because this campaign is just going to be very short, and I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on that. I'd mm-hmm. rather just get through the story. So it's more like, this is Wednesday for you guys, and you're like, we show up to a place. Someone asked us to do a thing. We're kind of famous, but not really. And I like that you said Indiana Jones, because I was thinking of making an archaeologist character <laughs> <laughs> one who gets yelled at by his university and yes. yeah that, one that, that's, that's actually an archaeologist this time oh that might be a change <laughs> <laughs> not just a very convincing yes. liar i know enough to get that joke yes <laughs> so you're saying like indiana jones style if we made a party that kind of fit that like if you look at indiana jones's party yeah. where he's Indiana Jones, but then you've got the lady who is she's got connections, you got the guy who's got connections. I don't even know their names anymore. Marion Ravenwood, Sala. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus. Thank you, Dad. Marcus. Marcus Brody. Indiana Jones Senior. <laughs> yeah. Old man Indy. 007. You got you got everybody there. You got Monster Mash, Zuma Croom. <laughs> Hardcastle McCormick. Yeah. <laughs> Mainly the idea is I want a group of adventurers who are in it for the adventure more than anything else. Where it's like, this belongs in a museum, could be a line that someone says. Or, um, you know, this is an artifact of great power. I, I don't want to deal with someone who's like, I'm trying to be a king, or I'm avenging this. Who's like, you... Right. We're free, freewheeling free yeah. people are like, hey, we make a pretty kick-ass team. If we just keep kicking ass, we could make some bank. Yeah. yeah. Let's pick up some uh, crazy jobs and do like, uh, make an adventurer's contract. And- are we looting the Guff States for an Akinosian museum? Because I'd be down with that, too. That's more up to you than me. Sounds right. a little bit more criminal than just straight up adventure, but, uh, but or I'm, I'm, it just I'm sounds like it. England. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's criminal a hundred years later. Mm-hmm. It, no, at it's, the time it's just it's legal while you're an empire. Yeah. All right. So before even we get into mechanics, Cap, this is your first rodeo with this game Yeehaw. entirely. Yeah, we've got. I'm going to pull out the race cards. 
We're gonna play the, don't we're play, play the race don't card. Play the race we're card. all we're playing, playing the race cards. Card. I want to be a potato sack race. That's, I want to be a three-legged that's race. A, that's a good race. That's a good race. A three-legged race when one person has to be drunk, but only one person gets to be drunk. I call it. Turns yeah. into a dizzy bat relay real quick. Oh, my God. <laughs> Those are my least favorite. Mm-hmm. Yo, is that a manta ray? Yeah. Yes. That's just the symbol for uh, yeah. fish people. We got bats. We got mustelids, crocodiles, birds, people, pigs, bugs, and fish. fish. Guillermo del Toro, Shape of Water. Ape, Ape Sapien. Sapien. <clears throat> right on. Or Rikuo from Darkstalkers. That's a very... Cool touchstone in, in terms of more muscular fish. <laughs> There's something you don't know about me, cat. <laughs> Very muscular fish. I fucking hate anime. <laughs> so much. It's not an anime. And they keep trying to turn me on to It became an anime after it was a kick-ass fighting game. It also became an American cartoon. Uh, yeah, and yeah. oh, that was a hot mess. But yeah. Felicia the Catwoman was a pretty big childhood touchstone for me. So. Oh, true. For me, it was Galon or John Talbane, the mm. werewolf. Now that you know kind of the idea behind the races, let's think about our actual professions first. Does that work? Because yes. then we, that gives us a better idea of our role in the party. Now, if profession mechanically, anything related to your profession, you just get plus five on your role. If you can make a case of why it's relevant, you get a plus five. So if we're an adventuring party, did we win a contract to get to this place? You were going to show up there. Looking for work? We're just going to find we, you. We heard work is there, or we're just sort of like, eh, rambling, you're, traveling. Yeah, you're freewheeling, man. Okay. Just out there. So maybe like we just finished an adventure. We get to this trading post. We're like, well, we heard you know some stuff is up over there. We'll stop by on our way, kind of thing. Message. It's the board. only crossing for miles across the river. Oh, so we're definitely going there, <laughs> whether we want to or not. Yeah, I like that. What kind of thing does an adventure like? If you're thinking Indiana Jones style, what roles do you need fulfilled on a team like that? Of- Offense is always good. What I was thinking, I would like to do. Remember, we had talked about the skimmers having guards who hunted people who desecrated the rivers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of playing one of those guards who got kicked out. Okay, so you're like a... Uh, a f- so he w- a I was thinking going marksman, because he would be on a boat, and that would be very useful on a boat to have a marksman mm-hmm. archer. And then he got thrown out because he got drunk and accidentally pissed in the river, and the other guys saw him. True. And he's a guard of the religion desecrating the religion so what what would be your profession like a longshoreman or something i was thinking um like guard or something sailor i wouldn't say he's a sailor more of a marine marine yeah okay so kind of a ex-marine yeah guard slash marine kind of thing where he was in charge of uh finding people who are messing with the rivers kind of a roving policeman and then john he was the demon sort of a a religious law enforcement type kind of yes who's been thrown out of that and now is floating on the wind in an adventuring party because... I had a character concept that I'm th- I'm throwing out any of the ones I had so that I can kind of just... We don't feel restricted by that. But my last one I thought of was a like a medic. You know, combat medic. Like somebody who's been through some shit, skills are useful, smart, but gets in the shit with you guys. Like Hawkeye. Douglas. We'll need one. Hawkeye's actually a good touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Tolden because no one's played a human character yet. Mm-hmm. Well, Poole did in the first episode. Oh, I didn't remember. He was a inquisitor for the Church of Baratus. Yeah, Tolden, mm. Marksman, Radiance. Um, I was originally thinking, like months ago, when we were first talking about Liam was going to do a campaign, I said I was thinking kind of swashbuckly, mm-hmm. kind of like or with a rapier, 
but then Josh started to talk more and more about the benefits of a spear. <laughs> so, well, spear is the best melee weapon. Yeah. Everybody knows it. History's proved it. So I was thinking, Tolden with the spear probably has like some fighting experience. But the reason to be suddenly flung into an adventure, I was thinking like if he was like a bodyguard sort of thing, like for like some just rich dude, like old rich dude, and he never needed a bodyguard, but he just hired the best one because reasons. This old dude finally just kicks off, and he had a little bit of money to sort of scoot around look for new work and i was like dude i've been bored for a long time ready to kind of look for something kind of exciting actually get to use the spear instead of just hold on to it and lean on it you know <laughs> like right actually get to throw it around so that's a little, little what i was looking for not a troublemaker but definitely someone who's like a little rough around the edges a little just a little rough, just someone who's just like to say like itchy trigger finger is like too manic kind of a thug rest a little like bit a rest, restless and yeah. not and not that like thug to be like oh he was a bad person but rather like that's your skill set yeah the skill set was to <laughs> like, to to yeah. beat ass like and yeah. just you know well, like use... a, like a kind bouncer yeah well you like know goon yeah just someone someone a who go- goon is a good word yeah, yeah. also yeah. it's a great movie you'd probably hire this person as like a town guard or mm-hmm. something and he was probably pretty good at it and then this rich dude's probably just like hey you can be my personal bodyguard because it pays really sweet and it's like oh right i got paid really well but nothing fucking happened i'm used to breaking up bar fights yeah. and shit so who would these two goons need they would need somebody who's a negotiator for them like not as yeah. a job negotiator you know mm-hmm. like it's a criminal thing but like somebody who's Sets up the job, smooths things over, the, pitches uh, the idea. The, the idea person. Yeah. We need the idea man. We got the thug. It's like a manager, basically, right? Like, <laughs> well, this I'm, is an ongoing joke in, yes. in Echoes, but yeah. A manager. Um, a manager. Considering that uh, that's my real world shit, not it. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I think Kelton did a little too much of the negotiating and politicking in the last one. Right. So I'd also like to take a step back from that. You have anything you're interested in exploring, Cap? Any particular archetype you're like looking to? It's kind of glazed over, and I, I really, really wish I could put more emphasis on it. I think in our game, more even than your race, your profession dictates how you act. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I like, don't connect it to steps or how you work mechanically. That's uh-huh. Those you can want. be pretty you, you, divorced. You can make them all work in your head. I have some loose ideas that came to me at the table, but also I have a question because we're all going to need to be people who can deal damage. That's our occupation by virtue of the story we want to tell. What's the deal with magic? How does that work? Is that a thing? It is a thing. So there's two different kinds of magic. There's ritual magic. Uh-huh. So magic with a K at the end. Yes. And then there's body magic. It's like flexing a muscle. It comes from you. Just like regular violence, the more you do it, the better you get at it. And there are three paths for body magic. Well, no, there's five. There's five paths for body magic right now. There is ice, fire, decay. Pretty self-explanatory. Radiance, which is like give bad guys sunburns and you heal your allies. Okay. And there's zealotry, where you marry your physical damage and body magic. How's that work? You get things where you can heal people by the amount of damage you're dealing. Uh Uh-huh. And also, you can take a step down another path and use your weapon as a conduit to cast spells through. Interesting. Okay. This game sounds really fun, and I want to play it a lot more than just this once. Okay. (laughs) Good. Uh (laughs) Now, here's the thing I do have to pitch to you, Cap. You traditionally have played RPGs that are more theater of the mind than this. Yes. The game part of this game is the combat mechanics, primarily. And and I see a grid before me, so I assume oh, that yes. means we have figurines mm-hmm. and so on. Yeah, we'll we'll be using or proxies or yeah. yeah. Part of this is we want to get you hyped for the tactical combat portion of it because that oh good luck <laughs> that is that is what we need to test and it's relatively simple. 
compared to I mean with this I'm gonna try to step back as a podcast producer because like my you know inclination is always like let's make a good experience Dungeons and Doritos had figurines for the first three episodes we were playing D&D fourth edition and I was like this is really married to what's happening before us and that needs to stop because we're doing a radio show Mm -hmm. what we're doing is not so much a radio show yeah as it is let's test this and have a good time doing it well and what's more like at the point when we created Dungeons and Doritos the actual play genre did not yet exist that is a thing now but at the time we're like no we got to do something like you know different so i'm going to do my best to divorce myself from the fact that there's a microphone in front of me and that i have uh, about a decade of habits built up and (laughs) yeah yeah don't do that entirely because there is a reward for role-playing in this built into it well it'll be hard for me not to that's great because uh sometimes we have to drag it out of people so you're going negotiator for you? Manager? I could be manager. Again, Merchant? that's my shit right now. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm doing with this whole podcast. What is the name for the person officer, right? Like, not military officer, but the... Agent? O- yeah, agent. Like agency, not like, not like secret agent, but like... Like, you would call that a manager. Like, oh, this is our manager. That would be the title. I'm trying to think of, like... Like, how would you describe that, though? I could do You're that. talking about ringleader, right? Yeah. Like, we're we're a circus troupe, and you're the ringleader. That's Ooh, a, actually, that's it's actually a perfect, yeah. really yeah. great. I think ringleader might be the word that we could yeah. use. Yeah. Ringleader works. I could do that. I could be ringleader. We should have somebody with medicine skill, because a lot of the stuff that can come up that magic can't heal, <laughs> you know, like... Which is now most things. Yeah. I would magic be, can restore hit points. I'd be down with trying, like, a marine battle medic. True. You know, kind of a marksman medic kind of thing. Yeah. All Stays right. out of battle, yeah, but so. then get into battle. I mean, medic really says... Because medic, medic implies battle. Battle medic. What's a medic that doesn't go to battle? That's Ambulance. A, they're, all, they're called medics. Yeah, para, that would be an EMT. So what's a paramedic versus a medic? What does a para mean? You parachute into a combat zone. Like you, you are coming from without... Just like a paralegal. Yeah. Well, parachute. I parachute in. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's just like quasi... It's, yeah. yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. A, yeah, okay. But, I mean, like, yeah, that's any iteration medic, of that we know. Yeah, what medic you mean. is fine with works for me, right? Because I was thinking like surgeon too. Like that would be a fun thing to play for me. But I, if we need like a ringleader, yeah, I think I could do that. I just need a cool concept for who that person is. You know, you ever seen Lonesome Dev? Oh no, yes, I did. I did see it. It is really yeah. good. Yeah, Cap- that's Captain Call, the leader of the Texas Rangers. Yeah, I, I was yeah. re-listening to previous design episode where we were talking about creating the religions and we were talking about the skimmer religion and the idea mm-hmm. that if you die on land we have to take your body back i'm like is this just lonesome dove <laughs> like, <laughs> i was like i already know what max is gonna do now <laughs> we're gonna be on a river and all of a sudden we got a lonesome dove it back to the i've seen that movie probably a thousand times because it's my dad's favorite and we would just watch it and watch it and watch it maybe that's one of the reasons we're in this town it's like mad max where we've got our former colleagues remains with us i was gonna bring it up that you were a five-man team i was gonna that's way later in my notes though it's their former boss and now i'm toe cutter coming in like trying to get this stuff through i don't know that could be fun how do you boss wouldn't want it that way we're not doing that i'm the boss now (laughs) it's already working look at me (laughs) that sounds fun Mm -hmm. we have somebody who's just a thief like that would be really useful I mean, I can tell you what's on my mind right now. Yeah. yeah. Shoot. I'm thinking about being a Krex who uses fire body magic. I have plenty of questions. Like, there's three subspecies of Krex down there and, like, that don't necessarily encompass the full spectrum of avians. Yes. Um, Those are just three examples. Jumping off points, you don't have to use any of them. I'm thinking something like like a very common bird. Pigeon. Grackle. Sparrow. 
Well, yeah, like like a, like a sparrow, like blue jay, like a cardinal, mm. um, Ooh, like, like, a, like a fire casting cardinal or something. Fire casting cardinal is pretty dope, right? Hell yeah! What if it's ice and, you, and they're like, "Oh, you're uh, you're fire, huh?" Because you're cardinal. Why does everybody say that? That's so racist. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, that that like that body type of like the. Yeah, the feathers like swoop to a point, like which can be a blue jay, which can be basically a common, a common, relatively common bird. Uh, the first thing that came to mind before before any of this is I was like, what Rosy about cheeks. what about holistic chef? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a chef would be that would be useful, especially I mean, we get hungry on the road. We got to eat somebody. That seems like like more of a like a, an adjacent talent to whatever like the main focus would be. And I assume if I'm casting fire, that's like useful for um, with a chefly inclined yeah. individual. If you think that we're all adventurers, any mm-hmm. profession we have is is the secondary thing, right? Right. Your profession is adventurer. Your skill set is yeah. you know how to cook shit. Yeah. And yeah. which and cooking is also indicative of a certain degree of chemistry mm-hmm. and uh, and the improvisation involved with uh, any kind of holistic creative pursuit of like fast thinking and so on. Like you could just straight yeah. up be an alchemist. Yeah, we totally have alchemy. Oh hey, that's dope. Let's do you it. You can make potions. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could do that. They're pretty great. All right. Perfect. Crex alchemist. Doug, did you said you wanted a like kind of a goon bodyguard type yeah, of thing? Yeah, I don't want to make him an idiot, but definitely just like mm. he's trained to fight. He was he was like probably before bodyguard, he was a bouncer and just right. would, he used to get him like, all right, break it up, get in the get in the fight, controlling the fight, diffusing it and kind of like so, Sam Elliott in Tombstone or Roadhouse. Cooler. You're so the what, cooler. Cooler than Sam Elliott? What are the most no, useful things a bodyguard can do in our game? And I'm trying to think like Probably they would be good at knowing how to get out, like checking a building to be like, uh, if there's going to be a problem, it's going to come from this direction, yeah, like yeah. that kind of thing too. So there'd be there'd be like intuition, a little bit, yeah. uh, some a, a little more of a tactical mindset, slightly, you know, mm-hmm. um, the, like again, with the bodyguard angle being like, well, this is a weak point, this is a possible problem, and being able to read people a little bit, maybe just getting a vibe for it. Also, um, someone who can like who would take hits, like specifically who's like either clothing or body type is designed to. To take the like the blunt force trauma or even like yeah. projectiles it, it's from. It's weird. I'm basically describing that I should go Citadel, but I didn't plan on going Citadel. Mm. But um, what does that mean? You could do core, and then it's one of the yeah. We'll, we'll get we'll get into the paths. Core Citadel Scoundrel actually sounds pretty fun. There are so many so many great combinations. Right. I I don't even know honestly as this ringleader. I don't even know where to start. Um. I mean, I, Tolden's easy. I could I could do that and. Who was who was thinking of playing Tolden? I was nobody, thinking Tolden. <clears throat> Tolden bodyguard. Yeah, because so not like you know mechanically, here's the first clue you need to know about paths is that you start off with a core, uh-huh. and the core it gives you ability you can do every turn if you want to, an at will ability. It'll give you a a core exception to the rules that means that everybody is subject to the same rules except about this one thing that you are exempt from. And you have uh, you interact with it differently. Okay. So, for instance, Citadel that Doug is talking about is the defensive path. They are core exception. They have a couple. Uh, is they can wear armor uh, and reduce its endurance cost by one. In our system, that's a big deal. And they get an unlimited amount of opportunity attacks, whereas everybody else gets one per round. And that came into play uh, very heavily. It comes into play all the time. For Savannah is core citadel. She is not our tank. There was one fight where she must have done fifteen opportunity attacks and probably a hundred damage. Because people will move past you on the battlefield. And there are and things that provoke she them. Is, yeah. She has a reach weapon, too. So yeah. it's pretty it, gross. Which is what you'd expect from a reach weapon. <laughs> you could just keep jabbing at people who try to move. The pitch behind it being the core for Citadel is it's defensive things because punishing people for moving means they, they have a hard time moving past you. Right. But in her case, it's her primary damage dealing ability. 
if that makes sense. Yeah. So there's an exception. Any yeah. anything she doesn't she doesn't she's not yeah. she doesn't only play defensively. She is able to take that class, which is and make that defensive know, process an offensive. an offensive process. Mm-hmm. Spherical thinking and weird path combinations are kind of like the name of the game. The point I think they're trying to get across. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is that don't feel like if you pick this thing. You're stuck with uh-huh. the idea that you think it represents by stereotype. Like, literally, you can use it however you want. So you could be only focused on fire, but your core doesn't have to be fire. Because uh-huh. if you take a character creation, you get core something and step one something else. Or step one the same thing. For instance, you could be 100% focused on fire, but your core could be something else. And you just focus on the step one stuff that you like do. marksman to hit with your fireballs or something. Exactly. I see, mm-hmm. I see. Okay. Yeah, and, and you get free pot shots because of core marksman. That kind of thing. An idea I was thinking, which... I don't think is appropriate for this, but I mean, we'll talk about, we'll get further into our characters, was somebody who had play as a champion, but they were core fire. They use a big two-handed sword. The core of fire increases your dodge by your strength. So you were a strong person. Right, but so you're a glass cannon. Yeah. So you run in and they just have a hard time hitting you, but you just rain down damage with a sword that you augment with fire. Mm-hmm. Trying to break the game, but very little health on this character. So ideas like that. I wouldn't try to focus too much on your paths right now because yeah. there's probably a combination that makes exactly what you want. Yeah. yeah, and the path that you pick is not who you are. We really the the goal was to make it your profession is who you are. Uh-huh. The thing that you make up. It's just a blank slot on the character sheet. You decide what that is. But this is just like the tools. Yeah, that your your paths are how you interact mathematically with the world. Who you are and, and how you interact as a yeah. person is separated from it. Well, I'm a rogue, so I guess I'm a sneaky boy. Yeah, you know, it's like. No, it's just you don't have to do yeah. that. Just it's whatever you want. Max, did you have a race in mind for your... I didn't. But you you rolled uh I a, rolled for Ashwin. Ashwin, yes, but um It's not the most aquatic Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh I put in a little race. more put a little more thought into uh what I should be than just rolling randomly. I'm kinda I'm kinda drawn to Tiktani being I was a bug. thinking like a stag beetle or something insane. That could be cool. Big bad beetleboard. A water skimmer. Dope. That's We're a cool not Fusca because you can walk underwater. That'd be cool. Yeah. Because of surface tension, they're able to walk underwater. I don't know if that scales well, but Yeah, fine. probably not. <laughs> if you have an aquatic campaign, it could be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I don't know if it scales with his size. Mm. So Gelt goes with Ringleader, I think, in my head because of Nesbit. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, Keith's character. That's like when we were talking about Fence and Thief. I was like, oh, man, we kind of just. Yeah, he was a grifter. Yeah. <laughs> but he was the Ringleader. Ooh, this is tough. Maybe I could do Tolden, because it makes sense for there to be more multiple Tolden. Especially if we're on the border of Echinocea and, uh, mm. and the Guff. Smooth things over. Maybe Tolden is is a race that is more likely to be welcome places, because there's a lot of those diplomats coming around, even if we are definitely not that. Oh, yeah. and there'd be merchants from Akinosh yeah. going around May all I the time. see the Tolden card? Sure. I think I might not be a skimmer. I might want to be an Akinoshian Does- Marine. Well, you could be both. You can be Echinocean and be a skimmer. Yeah, it's yeah. just a religion. Yeah. The backstory of being the skimmer guard, I don't know if I like that so much now mm. that I'm actually thinking and talking more about it. True. I like the idea of being a Marine, kind of a merchant Marine, kind of Akinocean Navy. Maybe when the Civil War started, was like, I'm not getting shot for two dumbass brothers, you know? Right. Can't decide You're not, not going to go to war against your fellow yeah. Akinocians. So we, have, so. so we have Max as a Marine, Josh mm-hmm. as a ringleader. Doug, you want to be goon? I just like goon. Whatever. Goon. You call what you want. Are we cool with doing the our previous leader had died and now I was the right-hand man? Because that might affect... Or infield promotion or whatever. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, we got Tolden Crex for Doug and Cap. May I see the guilt card as well? I've been guffed for so long. Even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. You're, you're what I... <laughs> 
When I think of Guff, I think of you. And I've been guffing and skimming yeah. so long. That's Even mama sh- thinks so. We had Shadow of Death for so long, and I'm just, every time, like, I'm going to catch Shadow of Death, and it's just in my head, that Coolio and Weird Al. I was trying to think of a race archetype that would be great for a right-hand man. You know what I mean? And then the leader dies, and everybody's like, no, this is not correct. Like, this is not <laughs> this is not ideal. Like when Tectani would almost work for that. I, it could, yeah, Tectani. Because like I, I figure, when I think of, like, second-in-command, I either think of, like, someone much larger than the traditional character or much smaller and, like, rattier. And that Tectani could be bigger or smaller. Or smaller. Savathian yeah. could work, too, because maybe it's just subconscious because Ape Sapien was the second guy, second banana to Big yeah. Red. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big Red. What a gum. What was your, um, like, initial uh, occupation that you were talking about doing, Josh? Well, the, uh, I said ringleader and medic, but I think Max wants to go medic, and I, I think that's, yeah, that sounds like that's fun. cool, too. I want you to be an actual circus performer. That would be hilarious. Like, left the circus to do yeah, this? Yeah, like you're like you're a former ringleader. Top hat and all? Yeah. As a tiktonic? Um, strong man? I, um, a grasshopper type with, like, long, you know, like, yeah, like legs cool would be a good ringleader vibe. Or like a locust, so like yeah. passes off the grasshopper. Like from ants. Yeah. So people just, see us coming into their town, and it's like, oh, no. <laughs> it's like a locust. I got an image in my head of like just a harad like going into a fully tolden like town and just like, give me some money, and you can just look at me. I'm an alligator man. <laughs> <laughs> we if have we, the, the alligator with a beard of scoots. Yes. If we have circuses, then there's so many... So many great things. We- That's totally good. The I'm next going. long campaign I get to make in this is just the whole idea is you are circus performers. Go. Circus burnt down. Yeah. yeah. No. You're in the circus. Oh, just, just you're go you're entertain, traveling around. Yeah. Just go entertain people. Your battles are fought in the in the ring in there. Well, that's the how you... rings. No, you'd show up to town and you'd be like, oh, we're going to set up our thing. And it's like, there's been a murder here. And you're like... We're on the case. See, I went with a different route where Fucking you Fucking circus freak's gonna solve that case! Get out of town! Much like the real circus, you come into town, commit a bunch of crime, and then leave. <laughs> yeah. you know? So I should play it like uh, Mr. Dark yeah. from Something Wicked This Way Comes, but as a as a locust man. Yeah. Have you guys seen Carnival, uh, HBO? No. No. That one was really good. It's like a Depression-era circus and freak show. Mm-hmm. And all kinds of crazy like magic things are going on. It was an HBO show I, in college. I, I really dislike the traditional American circus aesthetic. <laughs> like, Everyone just, I know who's really? ever seen Carnival yeah. what do you, why? raves about it. They love it. Which aesthetic aesthetic are you talking about? Like like fifties, sixties clown like one? Big or? Tops. Yeah, kind of like the No, this is like yeah. depression era where like everyone's in dungarees and Right. It's just yeah. it's the the I never bought into the mysticism of oh the circus, it's so magical. I'm like, get fuck off. It's like this is you know, yep, acrobats yeah. great, you're talented, I get it. You beat the shit out of animals, hey, I get yeah. it. Doug, who hurt you as a child? A clown. Yeah, a clown. obviously. <laughs> yeah. No, I just think. Do, uh, do you have no wonder? No, in your I heart did. Left? No, I did go to the circus once, and I was almost crushed by an elephant. Ooh, yeah. I also. Have okay, a... that's why. Yeah. Been... I got nothing against elephants. No, you've been wounded. That's all you had yeah. to say. Yeah. And my time at UCF, we went to a flea market in Sanford, and the we flea were, market. We were Sanford. walking around, and we heard seals, and we're like, "Holy shit, there are seals here!" And we go in, and no, it was not seals. It was an elephant crying. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yes. Oh yeah, uh, that's you know, I one momentum. Yeah, oh, great. Uh, here's a story about my awful past. Yeah. <laughs> that works. Oh, okay. That works yeah. for me. But the Sanford flea market just had like an elephant on like a plastic chain, and the dude was like hitting it because no, the yeah, elephant was trying to like. We literally watched the elephant try to strangle the dude. 
Oh, man. And he was, like, hitting it. And then we went back, like, two weeks later, and there was tigers. And you know those little garden fences that people put up that are, like, a foot and a half tall? Yeah. yeah. That was separating the t- two tigers from the audience. And people were, like, pushing their kids up to the fence, and the kids were like, no, I'm a human. I know not to go near that thing. <laughs> yeah. And the parents were like, get in there! And the kids were like... Hundreds of thousands of years of evolution. Yeah. <laughs> Six-foot-long killing machine? No, I'm not going to stand next to it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. So those of us who have chosen our race now, I think, Max, are you doing Gelt? I was looking at Gelt. I don't like... They might be my favorite the race racial talents made. for mm-hmm. what I'm going for. Right. Because they're bargaining and crafting. Well, but remember, I like the intelligence endurance. Well, remember, your profession adds five to your roll. That just lets you re-roll. Okay. Yeah. I like the intelligence if I'm going marksman. Endurance helps if I get knocked down. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with an otter marine. All right. I like it. All right. I'm doing Tiktani. I might even do that fire champion because it won't be stealing Cap's thunder because all the abilities you will be marshal. Totally different, yeah. Yeah. This Tiktani, Tiktani idea, I'm, I'm actually I'm into. All right. I'm into uh, a lot. The grasshopper ringleader. I'm trying to former think. second banana. I originally wanted to do a sword because I was thinking Tolden for this idea, but now it could be anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I can even do, even do marksman. Are you doing marksman? I think so, but as we said, it doesn't really. Yeah, you can so, play totally differently. I, I yeah. wasn't yeah. thinking core champion, but damn, core champion's pretty good. Right, it's like really right? good. <laughs> core champion step one citadel would be pretty tanky, my dude. Yeah, core champion. Any, um. Being a ringleader and picking nothing from command. <laughs> no, that's... Uh, that's, <laughs> yeah, but, that's but you're, see, you're, I know. you're the de facto ringleader by, you know, by infield promotion. Oh, he was full, he was full command, yeah, and now yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. I lead this crew yeah. now. <laughs> and everyone else is like, fine. We drew straws, and we we have, like, everyone just cheated. God damn, I do love command, though. Command uh, was so much fun. Just having that ability to take the shot when I didn't want to do yeah. something. Oh, and you got yeah. you have two solid range characters, too. Yeah. I almost feel like core ice step one command would be pretty gross. Do but. it. Oh, also, again, this is going to be a four-person party. Margins are going to be tight. Well, nobody's picked anything that can heal, heal which right? is a problem. So I got potion skills. Right. Mm-hmm. That's going to that's gonna do a lot. An ice bug would be pretty crazy. Oh, because we haven't used, nobody's gone core radiance yet. No. I might do that. That's crazy. So fire step one is now... And Radiance has healing as a component. Yes. And honestly, pretty good damage if you set it up right. Mm -hmm. So Radiance core, it's now called Retribution. Invigorate. You give them bonus hit points equal to your composure, and it's shielding. You can be refreshed with subsequent castings. That's a swift. Yeah. That one's really good. Um, The attack is Golden Flare. It's a burst one within five, and it heals all allies within the burst for composure and damages enemies for a D4 plus composure. You do that every turn. Just every turn. That would be pretty cool. Mmm. That one's good. So with Medic, I would have a, as a profession, I would have plus five to waken someone up from being knocked unconscious. Yes. Yes. Like well, that. no, uh, to stabilize them so they well, that's what stop I meant. Yeah, to stabilize. gaining death score, yeah. Or, yeah. To, or to heal long-term injuries. Since playing yeah. Command, I like being able to help. Oh, good. I think that... <laughs> That's how yeah. I would describe Kelton as helpful. It's totally. Hey, not in personality, but in actual yeah. actions, he's been. Oh yeah, no, very. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Oh man, that's kind of. Yeah, I mean, you're I'm, thinking. I'm thinking core champion. Okay. Yeah. Step one champion. Step one citadel. It's pretty good. That's pretty solid. Step one citadel. That's the bodyguard aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, hold on. I think I'm gonna do step one scoundrel. 
Okay, cool. And I'm going to be healing with core radiance and my retribution, putting shields on myself, using a reach weapon, and tripping people and envenoming them. Yes. Can you cast while holding your weapon? Good question. Did we not have... This only is only a... if you took that step into zealotry. zealotry. I yeah. think you can't... So I think the answer is yes, If but that means you can't take opportunity attacks with that weapon until... I wouldn't say that because it's a burst, right? It, well, it's burst one within five, so it's targeting a spot. Okay. It's not emitting from you in the All same right. way. Wait, you're Tectani, right? Yeah. You have extra hands. Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah, but no, they can't be used to wield a weapon or perform complex actions, except once per scene they can. Yeah. Polybrachia, you have a second smaller set of hands. They can hold objects and perform actions, but not wield weapons, cast spells, or carry shields. They can hold my weapon. Yes. I don't have to drop it. They can't use it. That solves that problem. Here, little guy. The other hands reach up, yeah. grab the weapon, and my other hands raise and cast a spell, and then I grab the weapon and use it. That's tight. <laughs> Super tight. I like this character already. What's his, What's their name? I don't know yet. We're All gonna, right. <laughs> it, this character doesn't even have a personality yet. I always feel like name goes before, like, with a name, I mm-hmm. can generate a personality easier rather than kind of going backwards. All right, all right, all right. My character's name is Doug. Duggernaut? With two Gs. Oh, you could just be the Duggernaut. It's D-U-G. I'm not a big guy, I don't think, though. But yeah, you could be. The example I'm about to give is way too extreme, but I was going to say John Wick with the spear. But that's too advanced for what yeah, he's Yeah, he's the boogeyman. Yeah, yeah. He's a force of but nature. But I do, I do like the idea of having a spear and just being able to just, like, flip it around onto a shoulder or flipping it back to whatever. Just, like, you know, just quick pow and then put it right back to the side where you need it to be. Like, being able, like not afraid to say, oh, the spear, the pointy end's going to go behind me. I'm going to hit you with the blunt end, and I'm just as confident with that as I am with... I would know. also very much recommend that you might want a sidearm. Yeah, good dagger. Good something. Or sh- yeah. sword. Yeah. Sword? Cross with the spear? Oh, yeah. I mean, the, they things, carry sword and spear. I'm just saying, That's, if things get in close to you, that spear stops working. Okay. Looking, you, I'm looking at voices. Are you randomly rolling your character's voice? I am. I hadn't considered doing that, but I wanted to look at the list anyway. Okay. I'm pretty sure I'm going to do core fire with step one marksman. Oh, to get double shot? Isn't I mean, that what they get? No. Uh, rapid fire, pinning shot, and worrying shots. Yeah, cool. And it says you can do that with, um, you have to use a boat, right? Do I? I just assumed that was like a short. It's a good question. Actually, I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to say no because yeah, then it wouldn't so. make sense to I don't go think core. You have to use a it bow. just says ranged attacks. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. Yeah, and let's make it so you can. Do, let's just make the rule now. You can do that. Yeah. If it's not written yeah, that way, we'll... I mean, it, the only time I see bow implicitly mentioned is in the initial card for it, which says uh, adherents tend to learn first on the bow before adapting their skills to other implements, be they magical or mundane. Cool. Yeah, so for rapid shot and pinning shot, I figured damage would just, rather than, if weapon, you would just replace it with burning lance. Right on. Yeah. Could that be javelins well, as well? Cap's character won't have burning lance. Uh, body magic. It would be fire. So if you weren't step one uh-huh. uh, fire, you wouldn't have an ability that you can use for that. Yeah. Like an attack ability? Yeah, because it's to give you a um, basic attack. Core fire gets fire, fire blast. blast. You might be better off switching them, even. Yeah. Core marksman. Core marksman gets an AOE. You basically rain down arrows. You'd be raining down fire. Yeah, we might want to move that to core then. I don't think so. There's other reasons why the basic attacks that are grantable are in uh-huh. there. Is because you can always have a weapon to do a basic attack. You could use a bow. Anybody can get a bow. But if you have a character concept that is separate from your core that you want different kind of basic attack to be granted to you, step one right now it plays out better that way. Do we have the concept of bows versus crossbows? Yes. Okay. Are they the same? Are they... The most damage is 
a crossbow. I believe that and like the the heaviest bow we have and a crossbow, same damage. Okay. Crossbows, I believe, take a move action to reload, but you get a bonus to your accuracy if you're laying, if prone, you're laying right? down. Yeah. If you're, ooh. So you're going Radiant Scoundrel? Yes. Tectani Radiant Scoundrel, which is what you could call a ringleader that. Yeah. Look at this Radiant what? Scoundrel. <laughs> that's, that's Lando. That's a Radiant yeah. Scoundrel right, All right. there. <laughs> and you're going... Uh, marksman, core, and marksman step one. All right. Oh, double marksman. I think I'm going to try a double marksman. I was thinking of going Tolden to get the two, the nether step. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that really fit with what I'm going for. Right. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm going with champ, champ, citadel. Yeah, core champion, step one champion, step one citadel. So you have two step ones. You can Because I'm, I'm a human. I'm a Tolden. Ah. Yeah, he doesn't get the racial abilities. I see. Thing. Okay. Because yeah. I'm just a boring old human. I'll be like a... Like that Scottish sniper from uh, Wonder Woman. Can you do a Scottish accent? No. Try it. Be Graveheart. I'll have to practice it. How to Train Your Dragon. Train Spotting. Craig Ferguson. You speak at the low part of your voice. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, I won't be doing Scrooge McDuck. Just something. <laughs> Curse me, kilts. <laughs> think of you one. have like three voices. I do. You've already done two. That's true. I'll think of one. You have Powell and the Poconos. Powell and the Poconos. Kelton, <laughs> and then your own voice. <laughs> yeah. A little Boy Scout. <laughs> <laughs> You're real mean, a, lady. So I was rolling my random voices. The first one I got is Hagrid. Hey. This one's Christopher Walken. I'm not. <laughs> Christopher Walken doing Hagrid? Just, just what comes up. Where's this chart come from? Is this self-generated? Yeah. Okay, fast. 27? 27. Dr. Evil. No! Let <laughs> <laughs> me do one more. 88. 88. I, Christopher Walken actually doesn't sound like that bad of an idea for a, a like, yeah, grasshopper uh, ring, yeah. ringleader. I'll try to do Mike Myers Scottish. All right, do it. <laughs> well, you, I don't right. even know what to know. I don't want to know. The it's way like, you look at me, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> what is it? Q. Q? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Ooh, all which right. one, though? That's a wide range to pick from. <laughs> the, the Q. The, the whole the, the continuum. So many Q. John DeLancey. You want to try another one? I got a bunch. The only, the only guy I hate worse than Cisco. Yep. <laughs> Watching them fight was surprisingly unsatisfying. Yeah. <laughs> Doug, what's your, uh, what's your character look like? I'm, I'm... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm thinking on that. Um, Mark Wahlberg? I don't, I don't want it to... I don't want Chevy it. Chase. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know. He's a tall guy. I mean... Yeah. Liam, you know the kind of campaign you're going to run. At yeah. least you have an idea. Bluff or convince? What would be more useful? Bluff. Okay. Nice. And if you have any questions like that, I will answer honestly. Is this a suicide run? Do you want to roll a die? <laughs> <laughs> you will most likely be fine unless you make a glaring error in judgment. Okay. Dibs. I'm not. <laughs> That's Max's MO. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
how does our composition so far sound to to you got the gm gm pretty good okay you're gonna be fine cap did you have any personality uh types that you're thinking about I'm ha- i've been having a really hard time coming up with uh examples in terms of like pop culture touchstones i'm end up thinking more like this musician is it bowie no oh <laughs> i've been down that road i really want to be at a table with bowie one day it'd be just oh. fun liam i hate to tell you bowie passed away David Bowie is inside all of us. <laughs> it's very moment. You have but to look within. Every time you eat a red pepper. Um, Kate Bush and Alison Goldfrapp. That's I'm getting squints. Okay, how, no how one knows who that is. First of all, how dare you suggest <laughs> playing a Kate Bush character who's not literally a fish person? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, that's the name of her record label, but I've always found it to be a strange uh, thing for her. But good on you. Most people don't know Kate Bush's record label. is called Fish People. <laughs> I was thinking, I mean, like, the entire album of Ariel mm. and all the bird songs. Sure. Ever since we made Savathians, I've been like, Kate Bush one day. One Wait. day. That album Bush. is called Ariel? Yeah. Who is also a fish person. Well, shit. I I mean, Josh, I love that you, you've had that bizarre thought already that I, <laughs> I extremely appreciate. Um, I, I'm, I'm still offended. Like, I can't, <laughs> I, can't, I can't get past it. Piss. Um, I'm joking. I, I know, but I'm thinking, like, can this character work as a fish? I mean, no, yes, don't. but no, no, if you, you, you have an idea, stick with your idea. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not even, honestly, I'm not even sure that's a good comparison because Kate Bush is so, like, for anyone who's not familiar with that, Luna Lovegood is like someone who's trying really hard to be a mock version of Kate Bush. Yeah. So it's not that. Like, is that this the is not lady f- you showed me? What lady? The Kate Bush? Did you show me a bunch of her videos? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) No one else. I I have no idea. So is Kate Bush like the Bjork you'd like to meet in a dark alley? Shit. Bjork is not bad, my dude. That's actually that's, that's the, that's really the, good. That's the comparison I was missing. This because like Kate Bush and Alison Goldfrapp are a little bit more subdued. Definitely Bjork. Definitely like Sugar Cubes era Bjork. Because Bjork will fuck you up if you're a reporter and you get in her face. Oh, yeah. No. She is. She will. This is perfect. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And picking a, uh, a singer as a Krex bird person. That's pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's... So I was thinking about singing while cooking, and then I was like, oh, the bird person, obviously. Like, that, that might... just goes to the territory. I don't even need to have, like, a... Like, I don't need to be, I don't need to be a bard. That's just built into the yeah. the framework. That's pretty mm. good. That's pretty Plus, good. Plus, that'll bump our Icelandic numbers, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we do have listener, dedicated listeners in Iceland, and we do appreciate you. Aside from yeah. Isabiz? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Bjork. Hey, that's a pretty good percentage of the Icelandic population, yes. though. Bjork. Maybe we should play a swan to match your dress from the cover of Vespertine. Oh, I would love to draw that. I'm not 100% set on Cardinal. Could be like a macaw. What's a color? I was thinking of the name Chuki, which is an unusual name. That so- I- sounds like Cookie. It's like if you're <laughs> Chuki's a good bird name. I know a man named it, Cookie. It sounds like you'd name a bird in your house that. Like if you had a. If you, if you had, had a bird. macaw, yeah. Yeah, you'd call him Chucky. Yeah. There's a reoccurring character in John D. McDonald's Travis McGee novels named Chucky. I don't know where the hell that name comes from, but but the character's name is Chucky McCall, so I thought, oh, Chucky McCaw. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do it. I don't know what weapon to pick. We've got ranged weapons. We, do we, ha- we don't have a glaive, do we? We have glaives. Do we? So yeah. a glaive would just be a two-handed sword at reach, right? So a That's... D10... Isn't, isn't that straight up just what Poole is using? He's using a bardiche, which is an uh. axe. How do we feel about that glaive just being a, a sword, right? I mean, it's basically a sword on the end of a pole. So we're doing attributes. Everybody's got their racial one marked down on their sheet under the race column. Mm-hmm. Next is you choose your base values. And the numbers you get to work with are three, two, and one. So once you've put a three, a two, and a one, you're done. So for instance, my character, who I've decided's name is Frixa, uh-huh. already has a one in strength and dexterity for being a Tiktani. So I added one to his strength to get a two. He has two intellect three composure 
So once his racial bonuses are added together, it's two strength, one dexterity, two intelligence, three composure, zero endurance. So you spread out pretty good. What's your uh, dodge? 15. Good to know. 15 is a good dodge. Yeah. I know everyone else has played at the table, but for Cap, armor is pretty great. It feels good. Armor is very good. My character has none, and I feel real bad about it. Oh, it's not. (laughs) Does your character permanently have none? You need endurance to wear armor. Okay. How much endurance do you have? Three. You can wear the heaviest armor you can wield. Here's the problem with armor. Any armor you wear, the value of it subtracts from your spell damage. That sucks. Yeah. It's a way to mitigate that, being just the frontline caster. Yeah. But there's still good reasons to do it. The most armor you can wear will give you four. It would subtract four from all spell damage you do. Uh Uh-huh. Which, that's harsh. Yeah. You don't have to wear four armor. You can wear two armor. Well, I mean, in theory, we're, we're adventurers. I'm wearing some armor. No questions about it. Yeah. The only reason I feel like I can get away with not wearing armor is I have an ability that when I'm hit, I can reduce damage by half. Because of a carapace? Yes. Okay. What about movement speed as well, right? It reduces your speed by one to do that. But you have your cracks. You got leap. You got all these crazy movement abilities anyway. So it wouldn't be unreasonable for me to go with like a two armor just so as to not be... Mm-hmm. What would that aesthetically be comparable to? Two armor would be boiled leather with plates sewn in. Yeah. That's medium. Okay. A, a chain mail, medium. Okay. Heavy is plate. Yeah. Like you are you are armored up. And light is like what, a jerkin? Light is um, generally leather, hide, that mm. kind of thing. Gamberson, which is quilt, like heavy quilted armor. Okay. Kind of like a big poofy jacket from the 90s. Something uh, Biggie would have wore. Something a comedian from the 90s would have wore yeah. on stage. The most common armor maybe ever used yeah it's cheap maybe one armor for a marksman mm-hmm. i'm going zero Dude, but i, you I can, can go shield. heavy it's not gonna affect your damage yeah. I, I can literally cast a shield on myself every round as i would i would go as heavy as you can i've got honestly. two in endurance so that's two right yep an archer wearing chain mail isn't crazy no, yeah 16 dodge two armor that's really good that's solid yeah. why aren't why are you attacking from range yeah <laughs> <laughs> still stuck on trying to figure out what my talents are how about grapple Super Grapple. useful, well, but I'm doing ranged. I'm doing a spear, like uh, like a long yeah. Spear. Well, you can grab somebody with your free hand. You can't attack them with a two handed weapon while you have them grabbed with one hand. But restraining somebody is useful. Like that's you take you take them out of the fight. Yeah, that's true. You can move them around, do all kinds of things. Grapple is it's a good skill. Like, like I, I did think that, but I just kept thinking of if I have a sword, if I have a spear and a sword, I'm not likely to get that close. But if it, if it was the what would a medieval bodyguard? You're going top shelf bodyguard more of like listen your house is you got to put some bars on these windows because would you, you have, have anything that? like forgery or something like you would maybe know what yeah like to, to, like to sort of recognize a criminal thing happening kind you, of a thing kind of a criminal past kind of like remembered like past maybe for authenticate you could even say like criminal connections or something yeah like just understanding well because yeah, i was even thinking as far as like tolden goes because there's the akinosians and there's the lanians that represent a culture that sprang up from self-regulating black markets that spread across many countries so maybe coming from that kind of a background it's like okay like i may not be a criminal right now but i at least know how crime works yeah right so grapple's cool and intuition is cool for like assessing like what's going on criminal mind uh Ooh, yeah like if, would that fall under intuition? No, 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 again, no. It's no. More of a gut. That it's would like be. In, I think criminal mind would be intellect. Yeah. You could be okay. like TV's the Mentalist. That's like the third time you brought <laughs> up that show on this show. Also, I can't believe you prefer the Mentalist to Psych. I don't. I'm feeling good about this now. I'm going three in dexterity. All right. Two in endurance because I figure if I'm going right. to be in the thick of it, and then one for strength. Yes. And now you get two bonuses to any attribute you want under the race column. 
You have to add oh, one shit. point to any two. Oh, shit. Endurance might be important. You probably want armor. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking, damn, it's a shame I couldn't get like more than that. So, wow, to any two. Because uh, that was a new thing that we did, right? Was We changed yeah. the, the race yeah. bonus for... To, um, to be two instead of one. Uh, yeah, our margins are so much slimmer mm. compared to like, D&D. Would everyone be comfortable if my character's name was Slish? Slish? Yeah. Is that... Should I be uncomfortable? Yeah, I mean, you don't know it yet because I haven't told you. But yes, you should be uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Yeah, some people just have a problem with certain sounds, and they wouldn't uh, want to say I it do, over I'm and over, like yeah. moist. Yeah, people mm-hmm. fucking hate that word. I'm like, I, yeah. it's a word. It's a word. It's a useful word. If, if I'm not doing full blown armor, does it make sense for me to have three endurance? Like, is that just it's misplaced? Not really, it, yeah, it probably probably is because okay. so generally. I'm using a ranged weapon, but I can shield myself. Doug is probably going to be the person we're going to keep at the forefront uh-huh. of everything. So I would probably, I would probably take it out of endurance. Endurance is not going to help you as much as as having more intellect will. Right. I've changed it so it's dexterity two, intelligence three, and composure one. All right. That sounds good. I'm actually really excited how it plays out. It's coming together. Yeah. 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 I think I've just decided, because we're only running four people, and I do want it to be that you've run another adventure, uh, everyone, let's just invent a magic item for everybody. Ooh. That's going to, i really going to need that. A magic item. Yeah. It's just pure imagination. Stick to plus one stuff. Or like adding a D4 to something. Can it be a longbow? Yeah. Do you want that? So that would be D12 plus a D4? Yeah. Do you want a fiery longbow or something? Maybe ice, because he's a river creature? He wouldn't really be down with... He's a he's a Marine. He wouldn't really be down with fire. Oh, I already know what I want. As a Marine, wouldn't you want fire if you're going to burn other boats? No, because that goes... When two boats pull up next to each other and you start throwing fire, that turns into both boats being on fire, I believe. Yeah. Can it be cooking ingredients? No, because I assume you'd just be able to find those. It, or just, it'd be, uh, it'd maybe, be something on your person. Like enchanted weird ones is what I was thinking. I was yeah, thinking maybe like, like a cauldron, a little travel cauldron. Hmm. That could have like maybe it makes your potions one you could, yeah, one you step could have better. Battle mage robes, which would be just plus one armor, uh huh, and just robes. Yeah, so okay. magical armor does not take away from your damage, but it also doesn't have the endurance requirement, like the magical bonus. Well, what's an example of like a magical? What's what does a magical armor bonus be like? In g- generically, so, for speaking? instance, you could wear a robe. Yes, and the way it's constructed, it gives you a plus one bonus to your armor. Okay. But because that plus one bonus is the magical component of that item, it doesn't reduce your spell damage. I see. I see. Cool. Well, when we're thinking about potions, like, do we need, like, a full, like, bulbous, you know, Elwenmeyer flask? Or are we talking about, like, little ampules of stuff? Like, something that you could feasibly drink in one go. Okay. Like, you down it like a shot. Right. Yeah, that well, is, it's going to taste terrible. That is I mean, well, mine aren't going to taste terrible, but, you know, someone yeah, else's. You got would. special. One of the things I always found weird was even in, like, Diablo and stuff, they'd be, like, these giant things. Yeah. And you'd just be able to go, like, huh. <laughs> I'm like, Dad, you would get heartburn. You'd yeah. be burping all the time. <laughs> You're looking at, like, four ounces. Well, that's how you know it's working. Yeah. Let's see. It's like frog scrottle. Frog, frog scrottle. Yeah, I always think of frog like, scrotum. Um, what? You... <laughs> yes, frog scrotums. Potions in all the Witcher cutscenes are great because they're just like. Okay, I'm gonna have some kind of magic defensive blouse that doesn't cost me any, gives me an armor. What, what do I do with that? There's the a total, not like the body or shield or bonus. Whatever. There's a bonus, bonus. box. box. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, I don't know if it's too op, but like if um, either like a bracelet or a necklace that was like plus one intelligence. No, that's. Because I figure, feasible. I figure either either intelligence or composure. Spectacles, even. Ooh, that'd be great. You wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? <laughs> well, I was thinking either um, 
either intelligence or composure plus one with either a bracelet or a necklace because that's something that's easy to give to somebody in a pinch. I suppose the glasses may not fit on a tectonic face. Right. That makes sense. It's like, I'm smarter now. I'll just do intel. I'll do plus one intelligence with a with a bracelet. Doug, what if it was a nose piercing? The piercing itself? Yeah, it's like a little one. like special gem in it or how the fuck magic yeah. works in this world. I, I kind of like that idea. Or an earring or something. Like whoever your master cool. was was like, here, I need you. Well, I need- hold on. Employer. <laughs> you could put it on a chain afterwards. Yeah. I do kind of like the idea of it being a piercing, but I mean, a necklace would serve the same yeah. function yeah. that's that's i just figured, favors up to you yeah i just figured with a necklace it's super easy to remove and give it to somebody and have them put it on and now they got it they right. got the bonus sure that's but like that's that's a liability in your occupation or your former a necklace occupation. for sure well so ne- is yeah piercing. Th- well that's why i thought a bracelet because it's kind of just stuck on the wrist it doesn't really get looser mm. in the way of shit what if it's like a shoulder cape cape Ooh, i like shoulder capes shoulder capes pretty pretty good is that too much for like in combat with a spear and shit is that a little no. too no weird? They were used in combat. What about a magic tattoo? Again, you can't share it, but like... I'll go with a cape. I will allow magic tattoos, by the way. What's your magic item, Josh? I want the boss's top hat. The former boss? The former boss's top hat. That's real good. That's good. That's good, but it's just like, who the fuck do you think you are? And it gives me plus one to composure. (laughs) Done. No, that's pretty good. You're saying there must have been some magic? (laughs) (laughs) I could give you momentum for that. This bastard wants momentum, though. We're not playing yet. <laughs> no, Max, Max cleans up. Max, Max and Savannah clean up a momentum. Dude, Nesbitt does really good, too. Yeah. He does. And I just don't spend it. Yeah, but you get it. We get it from silly jokes. You get it from, like, destroying a band of enemies with fire. Or just lighting catapults on fire. Yeah. Yeah. I want to play now. I have a great thing to tell you, Doug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to be doing that. Not tonight. Yeah, but soon. That's what I'm saying. I want to play now. So I think I actually have the least HP because I'm the only one who's a core caster. I've got 21 because my base is 16. All right. I'm going to ask a big question. Your fallen member. I need to know who that is now. I have a randomizer that Let's I was working this. on. We're going to random random the name I think or male, random female the is the first one. Okay. okay. Male, male, female. Odds, male, even female. All right. Female. Cool. This character was, at the time of death, 55 years old and was a... Crex. Nice. 55 year old Crex female. What type of Crex? Good question. Don't have a randomizer for that. Who runs a mercenary band with as a, a bird? S- with, as a bird with a circus leader as their second. Ooh. Mine a bird. They had a top hat, right? They were wearing a top hat. It's but, their top hat. But I'm a ringleader. Okay. Mm-hmm. A goose? That's too scary. A duck. Crow? Albatross? D- that's good. That that's actually a good metaphor Albatross? for what we're trying to yes. do with the remains. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what are we trying to do with the remains, though? We're tr- trying to just transport them. If she was a skimmer, we got to get her back to the. <gasps> okay. Yeah. yeah we yeah, got to yeah. get her back to the the yeah. body of water. Rhyme of the ancient. She's literally our albatross. <laughs> <laughs> I would like profession. I don't really need the steps. Business w- woman. Uh, Entrepreneur. Soldier. Yeah. Officer, like like off, like, off, like retired, retired officer, soldier went on to do start a band contract, of, yeah, right. contract work. Yeah, then she now, hired us. So now I need a name, Major Mildred Fillmore. She was. She, <laughs> I imagine she would continue going by her rank even I, after retired. I yeah. think we probably referred to her as Major. Yeah, yeah, right. The Major, the Major. Oh, the Major wants this. The Major wants that. Yeah, yeah. Major. Major pain in the ass, am I right? Yeah, especially well, now. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> I kind of do like Mildred, though. Agnes? I like Agnes. Arsenic. Agnes the Albatross? <laughs> What's the two ladies from uh, Arsenic and Old Lace? 
I don't even know what you're talking about. You Noir. haven't seen Arsenic and I haven't seen it, but I know I've what it never is. even Dude, heard of it. It's two old ladies. Cary Grant, right? Yeah, it's two old ladies. They take in uh, lodgers and they kill the sad ones. <laughs> it's pretty brutal. It's and dark, I love dark it. comedy. It's yeah, it's a dark comedy. It's great. Agnes Della. Agnes Della. I like it. Just for an albatross, just think of this big glorious bird. I think she's probably really scarred up. Takes no shit. Mm-hmm. You call her glorious, she would thwack you with her 17-foot wingspan. Now I'm going to go through and randomly figure out if you cared for Agnes. Cool. As characters? Okay. Uh, Odds didn't care, evens cared. Or at least amiable. So, Max, you dug her. Dope. Both skimmers. Cap, you dug her. Doug, you dug her. Nice. He always dugs. Oh, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There was a coup. This is perfect. Yeah. It was so <laughs> Doesn't mean All right. you hate her with a passion. Yeah. No, no, no. Just, just was you know, didn't, didn't agree. I'm pretty Again. pleased with myself right about yeah. now. <laughs> you took the boss's hat, you this fucker. Is, I, I do want to say this. This was just for pro-con. I would like you to describe your relationship with Agnes. Co-religionist? You had a lot to connect about. Mm-hmm. Dude, albatross in a top hat casts a long shadow. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Holy crap. Probably why she didn't see uh, Josh's character sneaking up behind her. <laughs> Basically, mama bird. Okay. Um, oh, all right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Birds of a feather. Yeah. yeah. Well, not of a feather, but Liter- we did flock right, together. Yeah, Literally yeah. took you under her wing. Yeah, exactly. Can it be a plug ugly top hat where it's like stuffed with cotton to protect from like a stove top <laughs> no they would take the top hat and stuff it yeah. with like thick cotton to protect them from getting hit in the head gotcha yeah yeah yeah. it's a good idea I, yeah. I don't imagine i'll get i don't imagine people could reach agnes's head really I just, it would be a, it would be a combat top hat it gives me plus one to composure i need to be able to take it off and doff yeah. it and do oh. all that kind of oh thing. if it's for, for doffing that's perspective different. on that chuki's 24 i think uh more of like a mentorship in terms of like technique she was we, like the boss we also like you weren't in the military but you have a, right a, you're a martial brotherhood yeah com- like camaraderie like, like an admiration of like oh man she actually signed up like i i didn't do that like i clearly didn't go into the military but she's actually been through some heavy shit mm. and is like uh, a couple decades my senior so having that mentor-ish kind of figure in that josh i gotta ask you did you kill her <sighs> did you let her die I don't think so. Okay. Because I think it's more interesting if he could have, and maybe that's what everybody suspects because of the circumstances around it, but he didn't notice that it was happening, but it's just like, oh, well, now I've got to, I know I didn't kill her, but I am happy that she's dead, but I have to hide it. Like, I gotta, yeah. like for, you, for you, it's a fortunate turn of events. I, and he, he lies. He said, I, she did you know, at the end of her life say, you know, she did name me her successor. Is that a lie or did that really happen? I think it's a lie. <laughs> I think, but definitely is her second in command. Handles her books. She makes an order. Ambitious you know, rivalry with her. Is that like Commodus and Gladiator? She would hire you. Like she brought you on. Yeah, he's she the, brought you on. He's the little finger to I'm, yeah. So I'm saying ambition is the thing that kept you from enjoying her. He's extremely ambitious mm-hmm. for yeah. that kind of thing. He wants to run this mercenary company, and is pretty confident he can do a better job. And he's probably right. But I think he's hard to like. Past the superficial stuff, I think he's 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 not he's like Littlefinger. But I want to I, I figured out the voice that I want to do for him is the audiobooks of the Witcher series. I prefer over the voices used for the game, which is funny because it's all one person <laughs> in, the, in the audiobooks. But there's a voice for Dandelion in the audiobooks. Where he's like, "Oh, Geralt, like pish posh, we, we can't do this." And I'll just do a version of that. 
because I, I love the idea bug of a, a bug in a top hat, <laughs> a grasshopper in a top hat leading a group of resentful mercenaries to bury their boss while being ambitious. I'm kind of I'm kind of liking how this is shaving up my dudes. All right, um, I want to figure out what was your previous quest adventure. What was your previous job? We just, we just won. You just we won, finished. but we lost our, our yeah. member. Yeah. Maybe she like maybe she was really old and she died celebrating our victory. I would actually say compound injuries. The last mm. battle wasn't so bad. It was just she like maybe she went down two or three times. Yeah, yeah, and it was just too much for her. The old bird. She got the fun one, the amnesia. Like, do you want do you want to roll then? See what she suffered from if she went yeah, down let's two do or three this. times. Okay, yeah. let me bring it up. Goes down once. Goes down twice. This, we're not talking about your mom, Max. <laughs> Burn. Burn. Man, I can't wait Core to dole out momentum. This is going to be so much fun. <laughs> Dorothy Mantooth. You have the power saint. now. Let's do it. All right. Three. Shortness of breath. Oh, boy. In order to move on your turn, you must spend an attack action. Oh. All right. This is her second. Two. Sprain. Mm-hmm. Not the, Very short-lived, mm-hmm. right? But that with shortness of breath, she's hard but, to move around, so she's easier to hit. Four. Severe concussion. Oh, that is what killed her. That's a killer. Oh, because she still partied Let's all night. That top hat bears that wound. <laughs> all right, so it's got a little ding. It's got a. Di- it's got a. Yeah, like a ding, ding in it, like Oliver Twist type. It's <laughs> or, been accordioned. Yeah, there, there's a crease in the bill. Yeah, and but, we all know what it is, and we're like. Mm. So, for anybody wondering, severe concussion is negative four to your attack and dodge. Negative six to any skill check, but a medicine check of once per day of 15 or higher can reduce symptoms for eight hours to those of a moderate concussion. <laughs> she refused medical yeah. attention, believing it wasn't that serious. Yeah. It's brutal. Suffered, suffered from a brain hemorrhage. Yeah. Died in the night. All right. Wow. she an NFL quarterback? She is a leader of a mercenary She's company. Dead. <laughs> She's, She's dead. She's dead now. She's dead is what she is. <laughs> She's right. not. Nobody's employing her right now for any sports. So what was the job? I want the four of you to to just give me the elevator pitch of the last thing you did. Well, clearly we may have succeeded, but it went bad because she got hit real bad, three times bad. Yeah, yeah. And the shortness of breath. The first thing that I thought was maybe there's some kind of like a gas or a pollen or something that was could like be yeah lethal mm-hmm. or got hit with it. Like if someone like if there was another scoundrel type situation mm-hmm. that hit her with a. Those Bryrick bastards. Yeah. Could be rival mercenary company that we won a contract and they... Mm. they, They're trying to uh, cut it out from under us. Oh, we we nailed it and they booby-trapped our way out or something? Yeah, and and they wanted to mop us up and get the reward, you know? Oh, the bad guys finished them off, but we finished off the bad guys. So So, so were you, like, going after bandits and then a mercenary group ambushed you afterwards? I think it'd probably be something simpler than that. Maybe, like, (laughs) If you want it, it like, Indiana Jones it. Like we were on a fetch quest to get a thing. Mm-hmm. I almost think like a, I almost think like an escort quest, or even that. Yeah, where they're like, "Oh, bandits killed them all," but we made sure the escorts thing got through. You know that kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, where they they were the bandits, but we uh-huh. we didn't recognize them. What's their name? We know these guys. This rival group, Fury of anybody else? No, I'm, call, okay. I'm trying to get something. The Ten Company, or yeah. Something well, like that. Cl- clearly they were like dirt bags. I think they were all. We um, are we are dirt bags. We're down in dirty fighters, but I think they're like literal like dirt bags. Like they're like they would pose as thieves to kill us to steal. I would like to present the relationship between the two groups of archaeologists in the mummy. Mm-hmm. We are like, oh, we're rough and tumble scoundrels, and the other ones are just like legitimate dirt people mm-hmm. who are really bad. Like they're not good people. Yeah. So let's give them a name because that'll give them personality, right? Yeah. 
the claws of Resh. You're going too formal. You're going too like. You're going assassins guild on them. They would yeah. give themselves a. I think they would give themselves a hoity toity name. I think they would. I think they'd be like Golden Company or something just very yeah. simple. simple. They want to get hired. I feel like yeah. something like like uh, like Red Blades or something. Yeah, this the shittier like, you are, the bigger the, name you have. The first name that came to me was the Eight, but there wouldn't be eight of them. Not anymore. Not anymore. I thought How it might have to do with limbs, perhaps. I would. I would love the Eights. They used to be the Eight. Now they're the Five. <laughs> they're just the Eight, or are they crazy they were, Eight. They were the Eight. Now they're the five. They could say something like uh, hands of eight. The eighth hand. I kind of like that. It's generic enough, and you're like, who, who, who are the other seven? The eighth hand. Yeah. Is that what we're going with? I, I like it. It sounds it's, mysterious. Yeah, it so- sounds malevolent right. enough. Well, who, I'm going to decide. I'm and guessing, shady. I'm guessing yeah. there were eight members. I don't know. I think it's not connected directly to number. Yeah, because otherwise they'd be changing it all the time. But yeah. I think the the idea of the eighth hand, it's like, oh, shit, the members of the eighth hand. You know, it's like, yeah. I, I almost like that there was a number and now they had to change their name and they're very angry about it. There was four of them and... There was five of us, but now we're down to four. Yeah. So um, there's, there's probably more of them when we were fighting. So there may- Yeah, there, there was four of them, which makes eight hands total, but one of them only had one hand to begin with. You're talking about literal number literal of hands. Literal hands. Yeah. yeah. So they are the missing hand of that person? Yeah, they're down one hand. Okay. So they lost one and we lost one? They're not down one person. They're down one hand. So they didn't... So loot. we didn't kill any of them? We didn't kill them. We, we they just lost, lo- a, they lost a limb, though. Hmm. Cool. Yeah, but so did we. We lost, we lost four limbs. Yeah. We lost a person. They lost mm-hmm. one limb, but we still completed our contract. Yeah. And then, and I would imagine you then want to like, kind of get out of the area. Yeah. In fact, you, you're almost, like, pseudo-chased by them, because you beat them, but you're also, like... Yeah. But how, how long ago is this, if we're, like, now worried about transporting her remains? Has it been, like, a month of travel since then? What's this religion that we're uh, dealing with that revolves body return? Riverine. The skimmers. Everybody calls them the skimmers, but each sect can call, call their own thing. The way the religion works is that they believe that each body of water is a god. Uh-huh. And if you venerate a god, they'll let you travel over the water safely. Mm. And... You need your remains to be returned to the one that is your home so you can live under the waters with them in paradise. Also, storms are the devil, the yeah. literal devil. The only reason storms show up is because uh, they're at war with the sea. Yeah. Then if you don't... Because they had the same lover. Yeah. If you don't get buried in the large body of water that is your main, I guess, origin or hub or whatever, mm-hmm. like you started with, uh, and you die on the land, you're, like, you're just sort of doomed to wander the land in the afterlife. So it's really imperative that you that your body gets returned to that body of water. If, if you can, but it's also important for the skimmers to venerate any body of water they cross in the event they die. It sucks that you're away from home, but at least you still get to... You don't wander the dirt, yeah. the yeah. dirt wasteland. I think like a month sounds reasonable, right? Yeah, like we, we, we've away. got her remains, we're still kind of... She's wrapped up. We're red know. from the wound, you know, yeah. like... So you've been texted but, And we've, we've recovered a little bit. You know, so like yeah. we're ready for the next thing. But well, you traveled a month. You're used to having a new leader. You've yeah. all decided to stick around. That conversation yeah. has already happened. Yeah, yeah. With uh, my alchemy skill, I've done some embalming to make sure that the preservation sure. is happening, mm-hmm. and so we're not dealing with a big stinky cor- carcass. You know, just yeah. a bag of goop. Yeah, <laughs> although more convenient because we right. just pour it into the river. Yeah. What if one of us has the eighth hand? That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like on their belt. Give me a D four. I would say I just if if it's Max's idea, just give it to Max. No, there we go. I'm fine with whoever. One, two, three, four. Doug, I got Doug, the hand on it. it. All right, yeah, that makes That's sense. That's your necklace. Yeah. <laughs> what race? Roll a d8. Oh yeah. Oh please be crawd. <laughs> An alligator hand. Two. Gelt. It's like a badger hand. Yeah. That's I'm cool. saying a Wolverine paw. Shit, Wolverine paw. Sweet. 
So we cut off a hand, but that's pretty good. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty metal. Yeah. You cut off a Wolverine's hand. You did. Especially if this was like, oh, this is the dude who did the death like that. He did yeah. that. Uh, he put, <laughs> The claws are in the hat. Oh, the, yeah, the, the claw cool. marks in that hat. And it's like, all right, I got your fucking paw, though. Mm-hmm. You know. So then, I like this. Doug can just be like, the eighth hand. Have we all got names? Yes. Um, Max, what's your name? Slish Stoneshore. And his riverine god would be Fela. F-E-L-E-H. F-E-L-E-H? Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is the name of a river or a lake? A uh, river. Okay. River. And that's where his longbow comes from, which gives him the plus ice damage. Awesome. Because it's a northern river. Well, I just had a first name, so right. last names are common in this? Whatever you want to do. Okay, Chuki, C-H-O-O-K-I-E. I have a surname, Stellaro, like Stellar, like star, mm-hmm. and then R-O-W, Stellaro. There's a really lazy name I made for the convention, and I'm going to go with Grandin, Grandin Stellaro. Chuki Ka, C-A-W, very common bird last name. It's the Smith of bird names. Also, I like the idea that Crex uh, kind of go literal with their last names. Yeah. What's Major's name? Agnes. Agnes, it's Major, Agnes, nothing else, or... Uh, Della. Okay. Quick, do we want to keep a if we if we have this like an crex, avian yeah, habit? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to want to make it Agnes Albert? I don't uh, wing. Huge, huge wingspan. Wing. I like wing. Wing. So Agnes wing. Agnes yeah. wing. All right. Major wing. <laughs> yeah, major wing. Do I need any? She other, had major wing. Yeah. Any <laughs> other things? Any other things I need to write down for you? I don't have a name for the former guy, but I before I joined up with the adventuring group, I was probably bodyguard for that old dude for I'd say like maybe a good like five six years, okay. and uh, just he was a rich dude, so I got a little bit. I didn't get like super much inheritance mm-hmm. or anything like that because I didn't wasn't related. But he's just like, all right, he's a bonus. I died natural causes. You did your job. I didn't get killed. Good luck. Goodbye. The family didn't care for me, so I was spurned. I was cut out. Didn't get any other extra shit. So mm-hmm. I'm probably a little sore about that, but otherwise it's fine. Uh, Frixa, no last name because he's a. Uh, Tiktani from a community. Do we know what chorus you're from? Yes. He is from Batarost, the one that you've interacted with in Echoes. He is a soloist from Batarost who value grand adventures. Former lovers? I don't think he takes many lovers. I think he's very self-centered. How old is our otter man? 30. 30. For as far as religion goes, I, th- I think Grand is a little interested in the... I don't remember the official name of it, but with the two moons. Mm-hmm. Uh... Thinking of like, all right, kind of a solitary, mellow dude, the Dark Moon. Nighttime. Nice. Yeah. You're going Dark Moon? Yeah. I like it. The library? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, not like, not like fanatical, but just sort of like, yeah, that sounds nice, you know? Uh, in terms of character interrelations, like, do we have, should any of our characters have relationships, like relationship relationships between each other? That's up to you. What, what, so I asked 30, 24, ages. 41. 41. 38. 38. I feel like. My character probably has worked for Agnes the longest, but only got promoted very begrudgingly over many years <laughs> All right, to this position. Well, would you have worked for her longer than um, she's she took care of me? Hmm. At what age do you think she began taking care of you? Seven. Oh, so, you, well, she's running a mercenary company at seven? I don't know. Okay. So, no, if that's if that's the case, then definitely not. Um, but I mean, maybe- I feel like... like- you just have a longer history, like a personal history, is what you're feeling. I mean, I guess unless we all we all probably seem to have like maybe different ideas of of what exactly the major um, like got up to. I I mean, like I, I was thinking like, what if Saw Gerrera wasn't so crazy, like, but ended up mm. with Jen, you know, like sure. So she's not Saw Gerrera, but she's like not too far from being the Saw archetype Gerrera. is yeah. is there. Yeah, I I just don't know when she would have had the chance. From like being sol- soldier to mercenary is probably a yeah. pretty quick transition for her. 
I imagine. Also hard to raise well, a, a chick. Well, maybe we're lone wolf and cubbing it for a while, you know? Or what if she put you through, like, the uh, boarding school? Or, 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 or a, a magical boarding school? Or what if you are the daughter of one of her war buddies? Uh-huh. And okay. it just fell to her, regardless of what she was doing at the time, mm-hmm. to take care of you. Yeah, the war buddies could have been just like, listen, I got a chick at home. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta got to take care of. No, no, I got an egg. I got an egg yeah. at home. <laughs> I don't know what it's gonna be. Listen, you got a big butt. You yeah. could per- yeah. you could incubate it. No problem. Yeah. So if that's true, you like that you two Seuss. would have a relationship yes. of some sort, like begrudging mm-hmm. uncle. Yeah. Well, I think if he's not well liked. You used to play me to sleep by rubbing your legs together. He is reliable. Are you sentimental? No. Okay. He is not sentimental. Well, this character, I can already tell. He gets involved in the romance of things, and he thinks it's important, but he doesn't give a shit about the, anybody the or anything in the, in the core of it. Like, if he's made a promise, he'll keep it, mm-hmm. but he doesn't like making promises. Yeah. All right. He's there for the views. Yeah. What he can bring home. Max, how long have you been with Major? Two years. Left the military when the whole Civil War stuff started breaking down. Been with the party two years. Probably spent 12 years with the Akinosian military, mm. learning the marksman's trade, and then decided to go to more lucrative shores instead of fighting people that he'd been working with for 12 years. Right. Do you think your character trusts Doug's character? Like, I feel like you two would hit it off better than... Mm-hmm. Came, came, yeah. I figure we came from a similar enough background that there's a lot of there could be easy, easy quick rapport. I feel like I was probably with the adventuring company knowing the major for maybe at least four years. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that makes you the junior, like the new, like the mm-hmm. new new guy, yeah. And are we all that's guy. left? Well, I would think it would always always kind of been small. Yeah, yeah, small this numbers. Small this, yeah, you're an adventuring party, not a private security company. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you were, or, or you a, like be... a guild, yeah, you were. There's bandits over here, or there's a monster. Let's. They would contract like five of us and put one yeah. person in charge. I'm trying to th- think like mechanically what she added to the group, and maybe she was just like zealotry, radiance, like just blasting off. Oh, yeah. I would say, yeah, yeah. Co- I would say command. Right. Well, command, but it's just j- she's obviously higher, yeah, level than we are, right. and, and probably can heal and do command and do all that stuff. My character has one heal. And he's like, I could do it. <laughs> like, Don't worry, everything's gonna be fine. It's like, yes, technically you can. <laughs> I do have a question: Is his voice an affectation? I well, I think all Tiktani voices are affectations. Okay, to a point because they have their own. They like, don't yeah, yeah. speak vocally inside of the chorus mm-hmm. where they do most of their things. Just think of the realm of experience that he could pull. Like, but I just like just, the idea if it's an affectation, that's the one he chose. Yeah. <laughs> Out of it's all the chorus. Yeah. It sounded the most musical. I found it disarming. I met a young bard who sang wonderful songs. It was a shame when we had to kill him, but his lute sounded beautiful. I will learn to play it one day. People seem to like me much more easily when I speak this way. Yeah. Like, really? They do? Okay. It's like, well, what does your normal voice sound like? <laughs> You're right. Click, click, click. Yeah. Speak the normal way. Never do that again. Yeah. <laughs> But of course, I sound, like, I sound like fucking Doug. How you feel about uh, Frixa over there? Your bug man. He's like a stick in the mud. But if he really is the next guy in line, if Mama Bird thought that he was going to be in charge, I got to go with it because I kind of admired her for like her decision making and for her like command of the situation. I don't have to like it, but I'll respect it, especially if it's her like last wish. We think Max. My bluff's pretty high. Yeah, <laughs> I'm used to following. 
any dickbag with a nicer hat than me, <laughs> you know, after 12 years in the military. So, you Just know. another job. Yeah. yeah. I really liked Agnes, but I didn't have the attachment that everyone else did. Right. So the next person who's wearing the hat, I'm just like, all right. All right. Yeah. Job's a job. Yep. Now it's getting split fewer ways. But mm-hmm. there's a degree of adherence to, the, you know, like you respect, you're of the same religion. Therefore, you, you know, you, you're very exactly. respectful of that. And, and, and of all of us, perhaps you're the most. Because like, you know, you, you could argue that, that being like in a daughter position, Chucky should like probably have that religion. But I feel like there's sort of a disassociative like young person thing where that's not yeah. necessarily yeah. like implicitly You, you, you her understood her on a deeper level because of... Yeah. Oh, and you might be the one really pushing for. We have to get this body to some water because you you really believe if we don't get her back, it's awful. That's probably why you're not arguing with Frixis so much because he's agreed to make that to do this. Yeah. The if you had said no, then we would have have a problem. We'd have an issue. Yeah. And you probably knew that. And yeah, yeah, you probably are very much aware of that. He's known her a long time. Mm -hmm. But you and if if you pissed him off he and i have a rapport so it wouldn't take much for him to convince me that you're a pain in the ass mm-hmm. so it's like uh oh, dominoes mm-hmm. in my heart i know that that's not he's bad but he's not that bad but also i'm very angry like i'm very angry at the loss of the major do you think in her mind and this is like we don't know this obviously yeah. but could it be that she was probably grooming chuki to be this kind of person didn't imagine that she would die so soon and now chuki's not in a position to take over but frixa is yeah and i don't think it's i'm not sure it's something chuki wanted mm-hmm. but like but perhaps the major wanted for her right the last thing i want is for is for you to have it but at the same time as her bookkeeper there's an inclination to, to just see how far it goes and, and i'm ready mm-hmm. to like if you step out of line and if something if this if this fractured family truly ends up fracturing i am more than ready to quit you do you think and maybe you're, are you hoping that he'll cave in under the pressure and just be like, you know what, uh, that's more than I bargained for? Or you think that he's just so ambitious? I think knowing him, you would doubt that that would happen. And, think, and, not, and not in terms of just like, oh, you didn't have the composure to withstand mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. job, but rather like someone who's been wanting it so bad for so long and you finally get it and you go, oh, eh, it's not quite what I thought it was. Like you because your your aim is always seeming to be higher. Mm hmm. I, I don't know. I would imagine that Frixa would be like step one. Yeah, get control. Step two. Well, take on crazier jobs, but mm-hmm. get hire more people. Get control is tricky because like get control is like like my connection was familial. These folks like not so much. Right. Like so, what did you get control of? A band that's about to to disband because of you. Yep. You know, like good. But there's that fine. But they're also it's for creatures against the world. So there would be. They do yeah. have, like, they know they can rely on each other because they've been through shit And together. there's a bloody pragmatism to stick together. Yeah. Yeah. Because we do function well together. Mm-hmm. Well, we're about to find out. That's for sure. Oh, at least we have in the past. <laughs> yeah, if Agnes was just command, we're like, okay, well, Frix is going to try his best. <laughs> like, you know, he's like, he's like, you could, you could go over there. Try, you just, you and, don't and have do to. do what? You don't have to. And do you what? do it. That was all the notes that I had? Dope. I think we have... Everything I needed to get done before I just start really writing the rest of this campaign. Nice. I'm interested to see like what we come up with between now and then. Like the initial seed. Yeah. I mean, if you do want to start thinking character arcs where you want the band to go, if this is going to be done in, in four or five episodes, it's got to move, though, to yeah. get an ending. So you kind of got to already have that in your, in your head. And if you have any questions or any ideas like that, just message me. Work it out. We'll make something happen. 
Cool. Cool. Thank you, everybody. And uh, thank you, Cap, for joining this crew for this endeavor. I'm very excited. I, I would like a round of applause for Cap, everybody. Thank you. Why? <laughs> because cause you, like, you drove a long way. And so I deserve so applause. You, Doug. Exactly. <laughs> no, because when Doug isn't here, we do a podcast about him. Doug doesn't get applause because Doug is an assumed member always. He's, a, he's an hombre. He's yeah, an he's hombre. a homebrew hombre. That's right, one of the hombre sure, you do, you do begrudgingly say, hi, in the beginning of the... Um... <laughs> <laughs> so to always to our listeners, thank you so much for listening. If you are interested in playing this and starting a campaign the way that we're doing it right now, you can always check us out on our Patreon at patreon.com slash RPGFS. We post all of our character sheets, our cutting room floor, the, the parts of the conversation that are too off-topic or too blue to make it into Not the regular podcast. Also, everything we post is also posted to our Patreon, so if you want to argue with us about rules or stuff like that, we love that. Please contribute. You don't have to even be a patron to to talk at us. But other avenues, we are also on Facebook at facebook.com slash RPGFS. We're also on Instagram at RPG from Scratch, all one word. Find us on Twitter at Homebrew Hombres. That's Homebrew Hombres, not Homebrew Hombre. So again, thank you all, and until next time, stay safe, stand watch, and get a full rest. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.